0: plus.
1: 18 plus. Well, it became official, as you all know by now, that um, on Sunday, Texas A&M kicked off what is going to be a highly entertaining coaching search as one of the higher profile jobs comes open in College Station. The Aggies have the resources to swing with anyone, but those resources have not translated into contention or even relevance throughout their history. We're going to go into some details about the AM program, um, maybe what some of the problems have been, where maybe the expectations have been uh, somewhat unrealistic, and where they may be thinking going forward. An examination of Texas AM football, past, present, and future, is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing for free the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get more detailed breakdowns of the game of football, coaching searches, deep dive evaluations in the program, um, uh, grading and evaluating from inside the film room, previews of the, co- the college and pro games, the reviews after the fact, uh, 12 months a year. Whether it's players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. And we've got your back this holiday season. We've got a special holiday offer going on LandryFootball.com that will give you the best information on football, inside information and analysis from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective that you can't get anywhere else. And you can give a gift to yourself or give it to a loved one this holiday season. All you got to do is go to LandryFootball.com, sign him or her up. Um, very simple. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our holiday season special gives you 12 months, which, which will take you not only through the rest of the season, but will take you through the scouting season, uh, the coaching search season, free agency, the draft, recruiting, transfer portal, you name it. We got it all covered for you. Texas a and um, the buyout's roughly roughly 76 million. It's going to require the AM Athletic Department to increase revenues and perhaps cut costs. They're going to get a one time payment from the 12th Man Foundation and then kind of pay it, <clears throat> the overtime payment um, through um, the Athletic Department. They. Step into the world of
2: power, loyalty
0: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.
1: If you look at what they have, with this AM program, they can offer into, and ever since they moved into the SEC, this felt this was going to be, it's always been about, we're coming with AM. and look, look out. We're, we got everything we need, and, and we're right around the corner. And, and it, it really is, Reached the fever pitch when they got into the SEC because then finally they were having something that Texas didn't have. They were going to the SEC and Texas was not. So not only getting away from Texas was a big boost for them, but going to a more prominent home was something that Big Brother couldn't even do. Well, now Big Brother is joining him. In the SEC, and they're not happy about it. And they are, I think, concerned about it. There's no question about that. I don't think that there's any doubt that the timing of this, probably if Texas wasn't coming into the SEC, AM still probably makes this move with Jimbo Fisher to cut ties with them. But I think the fact that Texas is coming in uh, only makes this something that is more evident to them that. While it looked like a had the upper hand over Texas a few years ago, it's clear that Texas still at this point in the running for potentially making the playoffs this year, whether they make it or not, they are relevant nationally. Texas a once again, is not relevant. There's a heavy booster involvement. There is a lot of commitment. Um, there is a little bit of, uh, they have, Terms that they call for it, they call it uh, battered Aggie syndrome. They have a little bit of a, as much as they boast about what they are and what they can be, they do know that they don't have the history and tradition. It's they don't. They're not located in Austin, Texas. The University of Texas is. The University of Texas has had championships, and is more prominently known. Uh, and is quite frankly, more relevant. The brand is bigger and better. Texas A&M is always fighting for that. Much like Auburn is in the shadows of Alabama, Texas A and M has always been in the shadows of Texas. Well, there have been times where Texas has been as bad or worse than Am, but Texas has had its big moments. A m is not. Texas A and M has never been the best program in their own conference. Not in the Southwest Conference, not in the Big 12 Conference, not in the SEC, not even close to it. There's, you know, it's been since the late 90s since they won a conference title. Their best coach is a good coach, but not anything that would be an elite level, R.C. Slocum. They've had the one title in 39 back that they've, they've just not been relevant. They've not been able to capitalize on set advantages that they have. They have facilities that go on for days. They've got all the infrastructure. Why is the problem? Well, look, it's not like they're cursed. It's not like they can't do it. There's every reason that they can do it. And people will make fun of them because, oh, yeah, they always say you can. not but then it never happened. so what gives? We well, haven't had the right guy yet. Now, first of all, there's been a, a lack of stability, and I think this has happened in the past with Texas, and I think it's definitely the case right now with AM. It would help them immensely if they, and I, for all I know, the current interim president seems like someone that and them would be lucky to have as the permanent president. I don't know if it's going in that direction, but whatever it is, they need some stability there. And the president, chancellor, board of, they need stability there. I think Ross Bjork has the type of commitment in the pedigree to be an athletic director for years to come. They need to find that coach that can come in and be a part of that tradition, embrace it, be someone it is flexible to the modern game of football you don't want somebody that's married to a system remember systems don't win okay it's the ability to create and modify systems and adjust that allows you to win with the growing and changing times of football on the field and off and off it is one thing to talk about, we got the best NIL package money can buy and we can have you know anybody we want. If players are coming for NIL money first, they're not the guys that are gonna be invested in your program. You need to get guys that wanna come to AM because they wanna play for that coach, they wanna play in that system, they wanna be part of that community, they're gonna live and die with the maroon and white, and oh, by the way, in doing that, you're going to get the best NIL deal you want. But if they come with the idea and you're selling the NIL first, which is a lot of what they're bragging about, you hear them talk about the a boosters talk about NIL before they talk about anything else.
2: Step into the world
1: of power,
2: loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
1: Well, if you get guys that are coming for the money, who do you think is going to be the first ones out the door for another dollar more? It's something that they have to look at. They got hoodwinked into giving Jimbo Fisher a deal, a a foolish deal, no doubt, a costly deal, no doubt. It's one in which they didn't want to get caught losing Jimbo Fisher to LSU or the possibility of that. And that led to a monster deal on which they're going to have to pay dearly for. And yes, everyone says, oh, they can write the checks. It doesn't matter. It does matter. There's not, it's just because there are people that have the money to write the checks and make that slate clean today doesn't mean they're going to do it. They're not happy about spending money on failed contracts and failed decisions. Rich people are rich for a reason. They don't like wasting their money. It's a zero-sum game for them in a lot of respects. So a lot of what's coming out of AM at this point is they're not going to have that type of contract. That's probably going to limit who they're going to get because a big known coach, a coach that is prominent that they're going to want perhaps is going to want, hey, I'm going to want the same thing Jimbo got. Probably not willing to give that. So they're probably looking at someone that's less profile that they can maybe grow with, and that's going to require some patience. Um, You know, the big name coaches and the allure of that aura money is great. But there again, are you getting the right guy that's invested? Jimbo Fisher firing is the first of the many dominoes to fall. And I think we're going to see some others out there happen. And I think the AM job is attractive enough. Now, is it like Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU attractive or Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for USC attractive? No. No. AM can't attract those. the, the LSU and USC are different level programs in terms in the coaching world, in terms of status in college football. a their attractiveness is money. Again, if you're going to get somebody just to come for the money, even as a coach, you better be careful. Look, I think it's an attractive job because it has all the resources. You will get paid well. You can pay your staff well. And Here's the thing that people don't realize and people think, well, no one wants to go there because no one's ever won. Well, you know what? A coach who has the resources and the commitment and, and if they can see that there's stability, which they've not had. But if they see that they have some stability, they know they can write their own ticket at AM. and They know that the statues can go up of them as opposed to at other places where more prominent coaches have roamed the sidelines. Texas AM was the first school to throw the stupid type of money at a sitting coach when it hired Jimbo away from Florida State in the first place. Now it's spending stupid money to make him go away. When that kind of stupid money is in play, you get mixed with possible delusional desire for greatness. Somebody just might do something stupid. But what's the smart decision? Where should they go? They're not easy questions to answer because AM's expectations for itself don't quite match its history. This is a school with the resources and the desire to compete at a national championship level, but has not won a conference title since 98 or a national title since 39, as I mentioned. It's a program that has struggled more often than not to reach a premier bowl game, let alone the college football playoffs. We're getting in an era next year where getting into a 12-team playoff should be pretty easy for prominent programs. AM's not even in a position to make a 12-team playoff. They certainly would not make one this year.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase
1: necessary. BTW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's about their future? Since the BCS era began in 98, the Aggies have played in a BCS or New Year's Six uh, bowl game twice. The Aggies played in three cotton bowls before it became part of the New Year's Six rotation. It's not a quick fix. It's not merely a program falling from glory trying to get back. It's a program that, for all intents and purposes, is trying to taste the glory for the first time in the modern age. I don't know, I have no idea where the Aggies are going to land. It's going to be a fascinating process to watch. But here's my advice. Think it through. Be smart. Get somebody that will be invested. Be somebody that will be creative. And have some alignability from an organizational standpoint to allow the guy to grow and develop. And it's not going to be the easy fix, the quick fix. It's only going to get tougher. Um, you're not going to be part of a West division. You're going to be part of an SEC. That A&M is going to be looking up at Georgia, be looking up at Alabama, likely be looking up at, at, uh, at LSU. Uh, you've got to, you know, at this point, looking up at Texas. Maybe Oklahoma. So you may be middle of the pack of the SEC. You've got to work strategically. You've got to utilize the resources you have in recruiting. You need to get the guys to come for the right reasons, and then you can keep them and try to manage and build a culture. Uh, Jimbo, quite frankly, had some success in recruiting. He did taste some success. Unfortunately for him, he was not flexible enough and not creative enough of a football mind to be able to adapt the modern style of offenses. A lot of what Jimbo did was sound and fundamentally good and a outstanding play caller. But as the game changed, he didn't evolve. His inability to utilize and get the quarterback play better and more substantive hurt. Um, You've got to get somebody that can do that. Uh, who's the right guy? What's the right contract? Are all things they've got to make tough decisions on. But there is a lot of future. There's a lot of potential with that program. Uh, I think it can be successful. Uh, and I think with the right person, it will be. I think we've seen this with other programs with far less um, resources. It's the To me, when you look at a why can't they do at least what Oregon has done? Oregon is not a traditional power. It has one big booster. NM has several. But the bottom line is they've got facilities for days at Oregon. They've got facilities for days at a and AM is in the state of Texas. There are a lot of good players there. There's a lot of outreach, getting somebody that understands the landscape, that understands the M culture that can buy into the a culture and get players to buy into the a culture, and while they're there, have tremendous facilities, tremendous backing, tremendous NIL opportunities. All those things are positive. But remember, if that is the carrot stick, you're going to get something when you bait it. You're going to get the wrong – you're going to catch the wrong players and catch the wrong fish but you've got, to, you've got to get the right people in there and you've got to have some stability. We'll see what they do. We'll keep you posted uh, on everything in the evaluation process of this Texas a coaching hire, as well as all the others that are going to take place this uh, next several weeks uh, um, until conclusion. Uh, reminder, you can get all those detailed breakdowns over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our holiday season special today. It's the best deal that we've got going. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you. Look forward to talking again next time, everybody.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.